Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great show for you. We have... Yes, we have Kevin Chamberlain, who is one of the few Broadway actors who's been nominated for a Tony Award in three out of four acting categories. Best Actor in a Play, Best Actor in a Musical and Best Featured Actor in a Musical. He also received Drama Desk nominations for these roles. And we're excited that he's on our show today and just to talk about his story a little bit and just see where this goes. So welcome to the show today. Yes, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to be here, Chris and Sandy. <laughs> Same here. Greetings from, La, from sort of sunny Los Angeles. It's a little, uh, yes, it's yes. A little gray today. Uh, <laughs> so as as we were talking before the show, as you know, COVID has affected all of us. Um, mm -hmm. How has it affected you and what have you done to kind of maneuver through this crazy new maze that we have? Well, um, I'm mostly um, a uh, Broadway guy. So I was doing Wicked. Um, on Broadway, and uh, I, I can't. It it kind of uh, it's the only job that I can think of where um, you're reliant on having a thousand people in one room, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, for it to succeed. Broadway can't make money unless it's selling tickets, and people are packed into these, you know, Broadway and concerts, and. Um, and so I didn't really have any idea when it would it would come back. And and the theater is sort of my lifeline. Um, I do a lot of TV and film as well. And um, uh, I was in the middle of shooting um, a movie called The Prom with Meryl Streep, and right when COVID hit, and um, and right before that I had done Wicked. And so uh, it it really uh, it it hit the industry in such a hard way. And that's what, so I've been doing a lot of uh, fundraising for the actors fund, which is a wonderful oh, wow. uh, organization that helps out anyone in the entertainment business, not only actors. And when you think about Broadway, I mean, even down to the seamstresses and the dressers and the hair people and uh, ushers, struggling. everyone's yeah. struggling and you go to times square now and it's, you know, it's a ghost town, but it's opening up next week apparently. And um, oh, Broadway good. shows are coming back. So, um, it's very, um, but it was a rough year. So um, to answer your question, I had to perform in other ways um, just because I'm an actor. I've been an actor since I was 10 years old. Um, so uh, I got involved with TikTok and I've been having a blast oh, making oh. videos for TikTok. And one of the things on TikTok was um, Ratatouille the musical. I don't know if you heard about this where the movie Ratatouille that was a, a Pixar animated film. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, people on TikTok started writing um, their fantasy songs for, oh, wow. uh, awesome. for Ratatouille. Mm -hmm. And one of mine was chosen to uh, be a part of this Ratatouille concert that was on New Year's Day to benefit the Actors Fund. And we raised $2 million. Oh, wow. And, oh, uh, it was quite, quite a star-studded event. With Adam Lambert and um, Wayne Brady and uh, a lot of a lot of great uh, stars, so it was it was really fun to be a part of that. And but I've been I've been having a blast doing cameos. So I, I do oh doing cameos for you know as gifts for mm -hmm. for people and and for kids 
you know, doing, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know if I could have done it, done the remote learning. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, would my, friend, my friend Joe just made a comment too, and he loves you from Jesse. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I would have I would have shut the laptop and, and just walked away from my teacher, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine doing phys ed on remote learning either. That'd um, be tough. And I mean we yeah. we homeschool our our um, nine-year-old or so that's what he's used to. But, but I can't imagine being school for all those years and then all of a sudden and then it changing yeah yeah and the social uh just the social aspects of it i'm sure you're very conscious of that when you homeschool a kid you still right. want to get them socialized yeah we, yeah, yeah, we actually go to well right now we don't we you know we go to like two or three churches open, a, yeah. a week and all that so that gets him in front of the kids there and yeah, yeah. So, and which, he has some friends there. Which in Savannah, we've been, you know, our church has been back open since um, August, so we've been back full time church since then. Wow, wow! Um, it's been um, uh, it, it's so crazy how every state is different. Um, it's been very, very strict here, and and uh, I mean, you can't even walk down the street without a mask. So, but it's now yeah. now we can. It's a uh, <laughs> You can um, be outdoors without a mask now. So oh, that's good. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Little here and there. I just don't want to go back. You know. Yeah. I don't right. want to go backwards. So it's no. been very fascinating. I can't imagine it with having a kid. Um, the, act, <laughs> the, the acting world is so that you know you have a job and then you're at home for a month, waiting around for your next job. So sitting around the house you know, doing nothing is, I'm really good at that. <laughs> but I was yeah. actually more productive during COVID than I have been in years. Oh, well, 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 that's like for yeah. us, you know, we launched this show January of 2020. We right? did. And a couple months before COVID and our original plan was a hundred interviews our first year. We thought yeah. we could do that. It would be really great. And we thought, and we thought we were pushing it if we could even do that for a hundred interviews. And then COVID happens. And as I watch the entertainment industry get shut down here and shut down there and shut mm -hmm. down, I started to think, light bulb came on. I told Sandy, you know, we need to step it up because artists and actors are going to need a place to talk and we're going to give it to them. We're going to give them that platform um, because everything's shut down. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year. and We're almost at 400 total. Wow. That's incredible. What an achievement. <laughs> it's, it's, been a, it's been a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun. It has, um, yes. Getting to meet so many different people. So, so while everybody shut down, we still got to like have communication every single day, almost with people. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's incredible. It really is. It changes your life. <laughs> and but, you know, I think um, this all Zoom, Streamyard, and all the extra stuff. I think we're going to see um, with an on the music side. I think um, musicians are actually going to benefit hugely as concerts come back because, as you know, a lot of people have done these online concerts where you pay five, ten bucks and you get to watch them online. Sure. Well, I think the future is going to be now where they're at the they're at a live concert and they will set up a live stream for their online audience too. Yeah, Broadway is going to be doing that as well. Um, it oh, just wow. oh, awesome. it's it's really and they are they've already. Um, they're showing like three Broadway shows in the next couple months that are going to be back on Broadway 
in the in the new year. Oh, um, yeah. Which I, I, I'm confused as to how they're going to do that because it seems sort of like um, uh, ruining the, the play. <laughs> but why? why you, like, why be, you like being there. Yeah, why will someone pay a hundred dollars when they can watch uh, watch it on TV? But um, any any kind of extra um, cash flow coming into the arts is 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 needed. I mean, to yeah. to yeah. mount a Broadway show, you need a minimum of six million dollars. Wow. Oh wow! It's it's really really expensive now, and that's why you know, and way too much time on Cameo. I, I tell you, you know, it's been a Cameo has been a wonderful. Um, you know, way to make some extra money when I don't have any money coming in, yeah. and and it, and it's a nice gift, and it actually has has you know for a lot of kids who grew up on Jesse watching the Disney Channel, mm. they get uh, um, it's a nice birthday present, and it's something that is unique, you know. And, yeah. And now I've been sending a lot of cameos to graduating students, and um, it's uh uh. It's been it's been really fun, and I get a lot of great feedback. Um, it's amazing how many how the, the Disney Channel is so wide reaching, you know, it around is. the world. Mm-hmm. Right, different. it is absolutely. So you know, a lot of people would ask, you know, when did you know you wanted to act? But I always like to go deeper than that. When did it kind of click that Broadway and acting and all that could actually become a career for you? Um, I know specifically the moment. I mean, I got uh, my first laugh. Doing, <laughs> um, I was, it was, I was in Smee. I was playing Smee and Peter Pan in a community theater production of Peter Pan, and I got a huge laugh. And I basically just turned to the audience and I was like, "What was that?" I'm, I, I'm. It was like a drug, and I just wanted to do play after play. And by the time I graduated high school, I had done over twenty five productions, and was ready to you know, go to college and get my degree. I got a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Acting at Rutgers University and moved to the city. Um, And But the first time I ever saw a Broadway show, I saw actually Peter Pan with Sandy Duncan and um, Sweeney Todd with Andrew Lansbury, all in the same day. And I grew up in South Jersey, so it wasn't that, New York wasn't that far away. And uh, we went on a school trip. And I remember having a pounding headache by intermission. I was like, I need to get up on that stage. I have to do this. This is what I was called to do. And um, I, I just knew that any, I would have, it, it's really interesting when you get so focused. And once when I was, when I, while I was in college, I couldn't get wait to get out of college so I could start working. And so I really focused on getting that degree. And, um, and then I, I got my first Broadway show in 1992. And, um, and now 10, 10 Broadway shows later, um, I, I, I got my goal. And those theaters that I did Peter Pan and Sweeney Todd in, I mean, that I saw Peter Pan and Sweeney Todd, I got to play both of those theaters and look at the exact seat oh, that wow. I sat in as a kid. What was that like? It was really surreal. And, and you know, doing eight shows a week is very difficult on Broadway. It's, it's a, it separates the men from the boys. And, <laughs> and when yeah, we, we do five and six shows a week with our 
with we this. Do. And, yeah. and, we've done, and next week we got eight shows you got, uh, next week. So, you know, it's, it's going to be lot. crazy. Um, and I mean, luckily for you guys, it's a different guest every night. Um, yeah. But with the show, you know, you're doing the same lines every day. Oh, wow. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and then you have to sing, you know, at 110% uh, mm. every day. And so the physical toll it takes on your body and the dancing and the, you know, musicals are really tough to mm. do. And so how did you get through um, the not becoming a rut? How did you get through that? I mean, I know it's a passion and all that, but again, no matter what you do, when you do it all the time, all the time, it can become a rut. How did you overcome that side of it? Well, I mean, that's part of like when I look at that seat that I was that I was sitting in as a kid, and there's someone sitting there. I'm going, I'm going to do the show for that person tonight who's oh, never wow. seen a Broadway show. You know, if if you've never been to a Broadway show before, it's a magical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can feel the history of the theater in the room, and it's it's when that orchestra starts playing. Um, it's there's just nothing else like it, and so. Uh, when you're on Broadway, you're getting paid more than you could get paid anywhere else doing theater. So mm-hmm. that kind of ups the quality and it doesn't get you in a rut. You you need to give 110% every night. There are times when it's a bad audience, um, mm-hmm. and that's when it's really tough, when you're not getting the laughs or the applause. And that, yeah. That's, yeah. Really, that's really tough. But... Um, it's it's usually been I haven't really had that much of a problem. I love it. I love it so much. You know, a lot of people they see the glory of your big actors, your big artists, your big Broadway um, stars. They don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes, not just to get to their level, but even a career level within entertainment. And I always want to talk about that side of it because I think m- most people gloss over it. And because they think, oh, it's all glory, but yeah. no, it's a lot of grind and way more grind than glory. So let's talk about that side of it a little bit. Tell us some of the sacrifice and struggles you've had to go through in your career as you built it up at the beginning. Well, I mean, you know, when you're doing a play, you miss a lot of weddings and funerals and and family events. That's kind of difficult. Um, it's really hard to raise kids. I, I would have liked to have had kids, um, but people do it. Um, you're also out of work a lot. Mm. Um, and you're constantly looking for your next job. There's no uh, job security. The most job security I've ever had was on Jesse doing the Disney oh, Channel wow. show, where I had a nine-to-five job. And that's yeah. the hardest thing, that always looking for your next job. So when you're in a long-running series or a long-running Broadway show, that's mm. the, the dream job when you have that security. That's now, you, you, you talked about Jesse. Let's talk about it a little bit. How did Jesse come about? And tell us your experience with that. Well, I auditioned like for any show. I, I just done The Addams Family on Broadway, okay. uh, playing Uncle Fester. And um, mm-hmm. and I came back to, home to L.A. And uh, it was like one of the first auditions I went on. Mm-hmm. And then about five or six callbacks later, um, I was on a Disney Channel show, and I didn't even know. I hadn't watched Disney Channel at all. Um, <laughs> it kind of started after, you know, I was an adult, and um, it was it's it was challenging at first working with kids. 
because mm -hmm. um, they ranged from eight to 18 um, and all different acting levels. And, and so I became sort of a teacher and a mentor as well as a fellow actor. And acting is a really bizarre art form because yeah. mm -hmm. anyone can do it. Really, I mean, I was standing next to an eight-year-old, and she was doing the same thing that I was doing, being truthful. Mm -hmm. We were both being truthful under imaginary circumstances, which is the best definition of acting I've ever heard. Oh, wow. oh and, I love that. Um, yeah, and that's it. We're getting paid probably the same amount. That <laughs> Disney <laughs> doesn't really pay very much. Um, <laughs> but so what other art form does that happen in, you know, so it's very, um, uh, it was, it was unique and, and to play the same role for 110 episodes wow. Was, wow. was really, um, interesting because they take stuff from your own life and the writers are very, um, you know, the, the way the character starts in the first season is much different than the way it ends in the yeah. last, and, yeah. um, it grows over the uh, years, but, um, I think it was, you know, what's bizarre is I went from, um, you know, my, there's a thing about the actor's life. It's who's Kevin Chamberlain. So you're Kevin Chamberlain. Get me Kevin Chamberlain. Whatever, <laughs> happened, whatever happened to Kevin Chamberlain? <laughs> Who, who's Kevin Chamberlain? <laughs> oh, wow. So, so Jesse was. That's a full uh, Well, Jesse got, Jesse was, so you're Kevin Chamberlain. Because I was sort of, um, you know, in that in the, in the Broadway world, I was pretty big, but no, not a lot of people knew me in TV and film. And although, if some of your um, listeners out there know Die Hard with a Vengeance, the third mm -hmm. Die Hard mm -hmm. movie, I, that was my first big film. I was oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. I was Charlie the Bomb guy in that. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was just one of those character actors, you know, that keeps popping up in in things and, but. Um, uh, Broadway was really where I was making my my rent, and to do a, 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 a series for that long on uh, with Jesse, it just changes your life because you can't go to a mall anymore without people mobbing you and and wanting wow. to take pictures, and everyone has this, you know, this in their hands now. So. Yes, uh, everyone wants a picture. I mean, growing up. No one ever carried a camera unless you were on vacation. Yeah, <laughs> just vacation. That's yeah. true. And now everybody has one. Yes, all yeah. the time. So uh, it was an interesting learning curve, and to watch the kids get famous, it was, and how they dealt with that was really fascinating, and and how the parents uh, um, dealt with it because some of them had to move their whole lives. Um, yeah. yeah. From to to Los Angeles, their, their whole family. You know, just because their kid got this job, it's really, it's yeah, a we've had big. several um, teen um, actresses and actors on oh, our yes. show where Delicious. they tell talk about yeah their their parents says let's go we'll move to L A and they packed yeah, up the whole and sold everything did. for yeah. that dream. It's crazy. It really is. Um, uh, it's a big sacrifice. So, um, but that was fascinating, and I would I would always you know, quiz the kids on what they were learning in school upstairs, you know, because <laughs> they don't get a great education. I mean, they get an okay education, but it's not, yeah. 
it's not like um, going to school. And um, they have to take those, you know, equivalency tests. And But it, it's... Uh, it's it's definitely a sacrifice, and um, and then you know we lost um, Cameron uh, Boyce uh, two years ago to epilepsy, and um, so we've been um, we've been raising uh, we've been raising money for his foundation, and um, we've been doing a lot of uh, of great work for that charity, and and uh, really important if people want to. Um, Donate or or uh, check it out. It's a uh, Cameron Cameron Boyce Foundation dot org. Oh wow! You know, Joe asked whether you've ever done theater at, at Playhouse. I haven't. Square. I haven't done. I, I've seen plays at, at the Cleveland Playhouse, but I have not uh, worked. I've done. Uh, I've worked in Columbus at Players Theater of Columbus. Oh wow! Um, okay. And um, I love this. I love this. Re- I need to go see a Broadway show. I need to find my suit, though, because I have no <laughs> idea where it is. I know I'm wearing pajama bottoms every day. <laughs> you, you know, nice when, when life COVID. is back to normal, a lot of people are going to be like um, all hermit people because they're going to be like, how do I become normal again? Yes. Yeah. We have a lot of, um, we have a lot of uh, spandex waist pants. <laughs> I, think, I think the sales of those went up really Really high elastic waistbands. I don't think I've put on a belt in years. In, in, a, in a year, um, uh, I was seeing what other uh, questions they had here. Now I know um, that um, I know that um, we um, talked about the sacrifice side. So when you look back on your career so far, let's go the other way. What are a few moments where you're like, "Wow, that happened!" or "Wow, I got to do that." Some highlights. I uh, opened up Broadway in a play called Dirty Blonde. It was about Mae West. And um, uh, we got a rave in the New York Times on opening night. And I stood up on a chair in the middle of Sardi's at opening night and read the the New York Times review to the entire party. Um, um, and we were a hit. And we all got nominated for Tony Awards. And um, it was that was an amazing moment. Um, the... Getting nominated for Tonys is, is really uh, wonderful, and and I think um, connecting with fans has really been fun. Um, tell us a fan story. Um, oh my gosh! Story where where a fan went above and beyond for you, and you're like, wow, you know. Well, I've had <laughs> had a guy come to a, um, the stage door uh, of a theater I was working at. And he asked me to sign my name on his, um, on the side of his leg, and and then he came back the next night and he had tattooed it. Oh wow! <laughs> he, had, <laughs> he had tattooed the signature. That was really wow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that blew you away a little bit. <laughs> yes. Um, what's the craziest cameo request I've received? I've had one where I just had to like say something into the camera and then run back 10 paces, say something else, and then run back and say something else into the camera. It was just weird things that people, um, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's so much fun. Um, and, and it's, I've, the, the most of the fan stuff is, is very sweet. And, you know, a lot of little kids coming up to you and, 
you know, one one kid came up to me in a bank and went, "Oh my gosh, your Bertram, your Bertram, are the other are the other children still alive?" <laughs> wow. like, they didn't they didn't understand how television was different than real life. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Some of them are just just kind of look at you like, "Wow, you're real." So <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to. Um, have kids as as fans. That's really so. Cool. So, do you when, when kids come up to you, do you pretend to be him? No, no. But I'll, I'll, I'll. You know, the the trick with that is to put the attention on them and and know, ask them like, yeah, what like their that. what their favorite episode is or something like that. I love that. Now, as you know, a lot of people they see. You know, they um see you, but they don't see the teams behind the people. And in my opinion, in our opinion, teams right. never get the love they deserve. And I, don't, and I don't care if a person has one team member or 300 team member like um, Justin Bieber has. A team is a team. So if you want to take a few moments, tell us about the team that helps you do be who you are. I, I don't really have one. <laughs> <laughs> Your fan, I mean, right? I, get all, I, am, I get all my own work. <laughs> um, I mean, I have agents, but you know, they're just ten, they're ten percenters, and mm -hmm. uh, they work hard for me. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's not the. I I I I hope maybe I can be a, a, a you know make enough money to have people that are stylists. But you know, I style <laughs> my own hair. I save a lot of money styling my own hair. <laughs> 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 What's funny is you made a comment about my hair earlier about being yes. blonde and it's actually gray. It is. <laughs> it's just, the camera. For some really reason, my camera makes me look like I've got colored hair. It does. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. It's crazy. Mine, yeah. makes me, mine makes it look like I'm bald. Weird. <laughs> Good one. <clears throat> You know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our nine-year-old. Yes. Uh, he likes to come on and ask a couple questions. So Sandy's going to go I'll get him. I'll go get him. His and, name's Christopher. Uh, and and uh, we've uh, got a two-year-old. Does he watch, does he watch, watch Jesse? He, we left it on, and and I probably watched every episode <laughs> while we're yeah. out there. <laughs> it, it, that uh, um, Disney Channel does is, is knows how to suck in their audience yeah they do and it's and it's like it don't matter whether you're a kid or not you still get sucked in yeah yeah i love sitcoms you know they're um they kind of went by the wayside and became a little less popular so i'm glad that <laughs> joe said you look like andy reed right now yes <laughs> i get that a lot <laughs> from the southerners oh wow <laughs> and, and you know, we got a little two-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show, too, because we are a family affair show. Oh, good. We That's try great. to do, involve the family as much as we can. Hey there. Hi, Kevin. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. So uh, what's your favorite food? Um, what's my favorite food? Yes. Oh, boy. Well, I'll tell you. I do love Italian food, um, and I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. I do like a really good prime ribeye with a baked potato, and um, 
Let me see. I'm also a really good cook. Ooh, oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah, I do cook a lot. And what's yours? Uh, mine is pizza. Yep. Little Italian. Yep, <laughs> I love. I Do you ever make your own? Uh, no. No, that's easy. You should try really? it. Learn how to flip the dough like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you go yeah. Buy some raw dough in the in What's the. What's funny yard. is when I was younger, I used to be a driver for a pizza company here in Savannah, and every now and then the manager would get some of the drivers just to play around with that, and that was that's tougher than that. look. They make it look oh, so yeah. easy. <laughs> no, definitely like I've, there's a couple of YouTube videos you can watch to to learn how to do it. The trick is to get that edge first, yeah, and then just start start spinning it and. Um, uh, yeah, the, but I love. Um, do you guys have like Houston's down there or Hillstone um, yeah. restaurants? Uh, they have someone that said cook some ribs, and I do love ribs. ribs <laughs> barbecue is barbecue ribs is one of my favorite. And Houston's has great ribs, um, and uh, you know I'm pretty. I like Greek food a lot too. Oh wow! Yeah, like a good. Um, um, uh, a gyro or gyro? You ever have a gyro sandwich? I don't think he has. He no? Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to look <laughs> forward to anyone now. Yeah. <laughs> They're good. Yeah, they yeah. Are. Yep. Wow. <laughs> okay, next question. Okay, so uh, what's your favorite TV show? Um, Right now? Mm, hmm. I was just watching... Um. On HBO, I was watching um, a show. I like documentaries um, uh-huh. because it, it sort of takes the acting thing out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, <laughs> I'm so aware of acting now when I watch shows that um, I like documentaries <laughs> where they're filming real people. There's a, there's a lot on, on Netflix now, a lot of great documentaries. And there's a app called Documentary Plus. That's really fun. And there's one there's one um about uh kids on the spectrum, you know, or adults on the spectrum mm-hmm. who are who are trying to find love. And they filmed uh, their first episode in Australia and uh they're it's like a dating they're they're fixing people up and it's oh, really wow. cool. It's really fun, very entertaining and very moving. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, so my favorite one is SpongeBob. SpongeBob, yeah. Did you know there's a Broadway musical of SpongeBob? Wow, that's right. Yeah, he's yeah, watched it. Stage. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's been pretty cool because we do this show. He watches a lot of the Nickelodeon shows, so we've been able to bring a lot of people from his shows onto our show. So that's been pretty oh, very cool. cool. You have to Wish I'd have had that when I was young, right? Yeah, really. Yeah. You have to. Um, <laughs> You'll have to do a play in community theater sometime. I think everyone should do a play at least yeah. once in their lives. We should all That's do really it together. Fun. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> As a family. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's your favorite subject? I hear you're you're being homeschooled. How's uh, that going? For you? Uh, reading. Reading. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Would you? What? Um, what kind of genre of books? Do you like like Harry Potter or is it what you're reading right now? Oh, well, which one you're reading right now? Uh, the Dominion book. Yeah, he's reading the Minions. 
Yes, and that's my favorite movie. Oh, cool. Did you read any of the Harry Potter books yet? Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. Okay, cool. Those are I do like those a lot. Okay, what's your favorite movie? Um I do there's a movie called Local Hero. It's not a lot of people like it or know it, but it's from the eighties. It's old. <laughs> wow. Um but I also love Jaws. Oh, that's a Jaws good one. is really fun. Ah. Um that's a scary one. You probably haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> scary. Uh, yes, scary. Yeah, we've seen it. Um, um, I love old uh, MGM musicals like Singing in the Rain. Oh, wow. Music mm-hmm. Man. Um, yeah. And documentaries. Uh, okay, so my favorite movie is Dominions. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, he, he, he loves this book of me. And just oh, right. do it all day. All that whole friendship. And what's funny is um our two year old if we're walking in the mall, one of the shows one of the stores has um some of the despicable me stuff, the minions. And boy, she'll point, laugh, and she's gotta go see them. <laughs> That's yeah. very um it, it they really they really hit it with kids on that one, on that movie. It really yeah. um I love I love that. And Steve Carell is so good in that. He is. Yeah. Um, does Kevin like the two diehards better than the one he was in? No. No, of course not. <laughs> Bye, no. thanks. The third one's the best. <laughs> Bye, thanks. Bye. <laughs> nice to meet you. Now that's a great answer. You know, gotta be the best one when you're in, right? That's right. Yeah, I got to make those residuals. <laughs> make everybody watch, 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 so you can keep getting paid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A lot of a lot of people love loving Jesse. I think that's great. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's what you're most famous for right now, huh? Yeah, I mean, it depends on who you. I mean, they're the musical I, theater people yeah. you know, know me from from that. But the under twenty two crowd knows me from Jesse mostly. Ah, uh, so uh, depending depending on, on age who, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, or parents of those people. Right. <laughs> so, um, if you could co-star with any actor or actress, who would it be, and what role would you want y'all two to play? Mm, well, I got to do a movie with Nicole Kidman and Meryl Streep. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And so that was pretty amazing. That was like a bucket yeah. list. <laughs> um, the prom. It's on Netflix right now. It's really oh, good. I'll have to check that out. Wow. And, um, hmm. I do. Um, I really like like Ryan Reynolds and um, um, Ryan Gosling. I'd love to do. You know, I've I'd love to do another action film. You know, with yeah. them. Um, there's some great theater actors that I'd love to do. I'd like to do, a, a, you know, some Shakespeare on Broadway and um, play Falstaff. Oh, wow. Uh, in all the great kind of character actor roles. Um, uh, and um, I think, yeah, I, I just like doing new stuff. I like I like doing new new plays and new musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as opposed to doing revivals, except Shakespeare. I'd love to do Shakespeare. But, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really, I don't know about a, a specific actor that I've wanted to work with. I mean, Meryl Streep really kind of, it's you're de- it's downhill after that. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anthony yeah, well, Hopkins or Denzel Washington. Some of my oh, wow, absolutely amazing. Yeah. And what would you like your legacy to be? What would you like to ultimately be known and remembered for? Um, just bringing um, entertainment and laughter to people. Um, and um, and uh, for uh, going the extra mile at, on every job that I do. Awesome. And um, yeah, and doing my best. And if you could relay any message to your fans, what would you want to tell them? Um, Don't settle for second best. Do 110%. Most people do 70 to 75%. Right. Just right. do 100, do 110% in whatever you do. And make sure you're happy uh, doing the job you're doing. And, uh-huh. and that you're passionate in whatever you do. Love that uh-huh. advice because like with our show, you know, I was like, you know what? We may not be the best or have the money behind us, but we'll outwork everybody. That's yeah. what we, yeah. we can control, <laughs> we can control we the can, work yeah. ethic. So we just keep going and keep going and keep going. Keep and shows, and eventually <laughs> it'll break through. Yes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> as long as you're having fun. Yep. Oh, we love it so uh, much. Yeah. I mean, we it's, and it's funny about this because our 18 years of marriage, um, so many times I would be on the street and we would run into people. And I'm talking about strangers, not people we know. And it, and I would end up in a conversation with them, and Sandy would know if it's two, three minutes in. Oh yes, we're <laughs> gonna know. we're gonna be like there's sixty minutes, and she would roll her eyes sometimes. She'd get mad sometimes. But what's funny is now we laugh about that because when we look back, I've done that thousands and thousands of times, and we believe because of that, it prepared us for this show. Exactly. It's it all lines up. Yeah, it all lines up to what, and and that's sort of the way my career has gone. You know, where mm-hmm. each job kind of leads its, itself into the next. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's how it's been with us. It's like little we we do. You know. Yeah, like one show, <laughs> one person, and yeah. and it's like we start here, we end up here, we end up here, and they all link together. And even before the show, you know, we probably tried a hundred different business ideas that all failed, oh, but they all made enough money to keep us going in <laughs> that time. And then it would fail. Then we'd do this. Then it would fail. Then it would do this. And this is like the only stable thing we really have done. Is and put the most work into. And put the most work into. And it's like, wow. but yeah, and now we've got this vision and this dream of one day it being a TV daytime married couple show where, you know, I don't know of any daytime married couple TV show, show, no. talk shows out there. So we want to yeah. be the first. Yeah, that's our goal. That's great. You wouldn't have to leave your house. <laughs> That's true. true. Right <laughs> yeah, this whole new way of doing stuff has really opened so many doors. I, I know that some people have been hurt by it too, but but there's opportunity. There's always opportunity in pain and in struggles, and I see so much opportunity that's coming out of from last year. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. And people who didn't get to spend enough time with their kids were suddenly, you know, I know families that are tighter now, and um, uh, it's it's there. We have to look on it as uh, on the bright side of, of something, even though there were some dark, dark periods and people did lose loved ones. But uh, it's it's uh, there are there are some good things that came out of it. Yeah, Joe yeah, I think said we, we all reevaluate. We get the hustle award, our Joe says. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, again, you know, it, it's I, you know, we couldn't have done this with you even five years ago. No, right. no, the technology and, and wouldn't have been. And there. all of a sudden, Amazing. now you got this whole new things at our fingertips. Um, do you see the day coming now to where? Where the first auditions will be like Zoom type stuff. They already are. They already are. Yeah. I know because I'm talking after the pandemic. Because one thing it's done, it's like a double edged sword. It's now anybody, no matter if they're in LA or not, can audition. But that's yeah, also a negative either. because now you have more people auditioning. <laughs> yeah, but also I don't have to live in LA to audition. That, that's what I'm that's saying. That's true. You know, I, mean, I can from anywhere. Yeah, if I'm on vacation and I get an audition, I don't have to fly back. <laughs> you don't have to fly over there. <clears throat> so, what advice would you give somebody who's either wanting to go the Broadway route or the um, acting route in this day and time? Because, of course, well, advice probably different now than it would have been two years ago. <laughs> Well, I, I hope theaters come back soon because I, I think theater is the best training for any actor. And um, and doing classes either online or... Um, and there's so many dumb actors out there mm-hmm. and don't, don't be one of them. You know, learn everything. If you're a plumber, you know every pipe and yeah. every joint, right? So yeah. if you're going to be an actor... Um, just learn the history of theater and of film and, you know, who came before you. And, and then you can, you can uh, use that as a classroom as well. Just watching yeah. great old movies and great performances. True. Um, True yeah. and, and so many people just don't even know um, the classics and, 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 and they should, oh, they should. Right. It's really, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting, I teach a lot, which is very mm-hmm. rewarding. But oh, wow. It's surprising when I find out how many students don't know. I mean, they've never seen The Godfather or The Graduate uh, or, or right. you know, these great movies. And we didn't have them as kids available mm-hmm. like they are now. Yeah. You just yeah. type it in and watch it. <laughs> it's yeah. so easy. Maybe, we, maybe that's why they aren't that's doing true. it because it's so easy. Yeah, you know, speaking of that, that's like um, when Sandy moved here to Savannah because she was from Kentucky. We met online and all that. But we got married and she moved here. I remember we went to Tybee Island and we were there and she seen the lighthouse there. And she goes, what's that like? And here it is. I've been in Savannah, you know, most of my life. I don't know. It's one of them things where when when you're there. Yeah. You take, you it, take for it for granted. granted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't gone. I lived in New York City for 18 years and didn't go up to the Empire State Building or the Statue <laughs> of Liberty until like, you know, 10 years after I'd lived there. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's like doing the tourist stuff. <laughs> we made yeah. Joe hungry. 
<laughs> there was one girl, uh, was it Ibass? What would you say is the most important part of acting? Um, the, the most important part of acting, I think, is, um, is what, what I said before, being truthful under imaginary circumstances. If you can pick up a script and, and really learn how to make it sound like it's coming out of your mouth for the first time and, and wow. feel the emotion that that character is feeling, and by using your imagination and putting yourself into that character's situation, that's what acting is, and that's that's the, I think the the trick. And some people do it a lot better than others. And when you're watching a play or a movie, and you're like, I don't believe what that person's saying. Mm -hmm. They're they're not you in the moment. It. They're not yeah, using their. Yeah, you really can. I mean, that's just like even for artists on stage. You know, if 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 it's their song, you can tell it's different. I mean, yeah, you got some artists that can make a song that they didn't write their own. Yeah. But it takes real talent to do that. But when you got an artist on that stage who wrote that song, they from, went through something personal. You feel every yeah. ounce of that mm -hmm. song, just like They're I think connecting. they do on TV. They need, they, yeah, people who, singers who connect with the lyrics, um, you, you can really tell uh, okay. the difference. So as and, we come, to, yeah, and often being authentic, you know, being the authenticity of that of that performance. You know, talking about authentic, that made me think about. Um, I remember when we first launched this show, I reached out to a Nashville friend of mine. I asked him what advice he'd give our show, and I'll never forget what he told us. He said that whatever you do, st start, stay, and be authentic. He said because you could tell every Bobby Bones joke. You could tell every Ty Bentley joke. And he says, you might even be good enough at it to actually create an audience. He said, but the day will come when authentic Chris comes out. And when that day comes, you will lose everybody that you work so hard to build up audience. He says, but if you start and stay authentic from day one, then you'll gain the right audience. It's very true. And That's I've never forgotten that. So again, some people don't like, my personality, I don't care. It's me. Yeah. I, All we can do is I don't, be ourselves. You know, I don't want to get on here and wear a mask, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> no, they'll either come to you or they won't. Yeah. yeah. They so, either like us or they don't. Like, so as we come to a close here, what is next for you? Uh, I'm doing a TV series on Amazon right now um, called Outer Range, and it stars Josh Brolin. Oh, awesome. um, and Lily Taylor, and so I'm doing that, and um, and yeah, and auditioning for stuff, and um, doing my TikToks, and yeah. <laughs> that's something we need to work Yeah, we, we we've got a TikTok with the we've Chris and Sandy show, but it. we've never used it yet. But I do have I an account. We just gotta now take that step and say, let's go do something. Yeah. Well, if something <laughs> crazy and funny happens, then just you know, take that little splice and put it on. <laughs> we'll have to remember yes. that. You can lean back and fall out of your chair or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, it's the new America's cool. Funniest Home Videos. But what's, mm -hmm. you know, you just never know what's going to happen when you're out there. Um, and, you know, so tell everybody how they can reach out to you. Oh, please do. Oh, well, uh, on TikTok, it's uh, um, Chamberlain underscore Kevin. And uh, on uh, Instagram, just type in my name, um, 
and I'll come up. I'm verified on both of those platforms. Yeah. Wow. Instagram and, and TikTok are my – and Twitter. I have Kevin Campbell. Love that. And, you um, know, we we really enjoyed having you on the show today. Yes. And we fun. look forward to having you back down the road. Great. Yeah. Check out the TikToks. They're really fun. I think oh, we will. We will. We'll we'll definitely check out that. Yes. I'm trying to do a dad joke Saturday. A dad joke every Saturday. <laughs> Ooh, that's fun. I started, dad jokes love those. I started last week um, uh, with my favorite dad joke, which is, um, what does a pirate say on his 80th birthday? What I am 80. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, um, oh, I'm glad iBass Tutorials and Vlogs thought it was a great episode. And some of Leprechaun was asking me about Uncle Steve's shakes, and I don't live uh, down there, so I don't think I can. I would. Lo- I do love a shake, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who doesn't? Right. That's right. Yep. You know, we know you're a busy man and we don't want to take up much more right. of your time, but we definitely appreciated you coming on the show today. And like I said, we definitely look forward to having you back down the road. We do. I appreciate it. And good luck with your show. Thanks. Thank you, you so much. Thanks for your time. All right. Take care.